Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to today's episode of Women's Grit and Grace, The Price of Your Silence. This is Jaikar. It is Friday, May 25th, and I am enjoying a very hot <laughs> summer, great for Memorial Day weekend. I hope anybody who's out there um, is enjoying the outdoors this weekend or cleaning out your garage or your closets, whatever. It's a chance to also honor people who serve as the warriors for our um, country. So today I want to read the write-up, and this is a really important topic for most women. Um, Most women have either had a traumatic event, um, inappropriate sexual event, um, a verbal abuse at the office that's, um, you know, inappropriate, um, domestic violence. There's not a woman I've met that either they didn't have a traumatic event or a sister or a friend. Um, and that shows up when I'm working with a woman. It shows up in terms of where her, as I call it, her IQ goes to zero or her um, courage veers, you know, does a exit right, or she can't remember things, or um, when a, a situation that's similar to to the dynamics that happened in the past show up, you know, she will just get stupid. And, and that's what literally women will say to me, I'm just getting stupid, I don't know why. So let me read the description, and then um, I want to share a little bit about why um, silence, staying silent about something is so toxic, is so um, um, so much of a price. Every day, staying silent harvests victims. For when we are silent, silence is not unlike a mortal illness, an illness that claims the dreams, the hopes, the desires of its victims who have been told to be nice girls. Nice girls don't piss people off, nice girls don't hurt people's feelings, and nice girls, for certain, don't put themselves first. And being nice can kill you if not your dreams, your joys, and most importantly, staying true to yourself in your life and your relationships. Today I want to talk about the price of your silence, which is a major dynamic in many of the stories shared in the Me Too Hashtag me to movement. Time and time again, women have recounted how the trauma of their abuse was not only what happened, but the cancer of staying silent was even more traumatic. Women are often put on the defensive when we speak up in matters of violation or abuse, and so often stay silent in the belief that no one will believe us or that we will face shaming and abuse as bad as the original incident. Over and over in my work with women, we come upon an incident in which a violation or a transgression of power occurred, and they stayed silent about it, often at the behest of their mother. Years later, the shame and self-condemnation they focused on themselves is like a cancer, invading how they feel and believe about themselves and the world. Their silence grew the original incident into having so much more power and impact in their life than the original incident properly handled would have ever had. 
The price of your silence is higher than you know until you uncover it and reclaim your voice. So one of the things that often happens to women is often at a young age, younger than we like to think, so much of our you know, our press focuses on trauma, inappropriate, I call it inappropriate power transgressions, whether it's sexual harassment verbally, by touching, by forced sexual acts. Um, these are power transgressions. Um, yes, they take the sexual container and, and content, but they are also power transgressions, as I was saying earlier, in the office, in a work situation, even in a family situation where you don't say certain things because um, your husband will get angry um, or, or your wife will get angry, um, but mostly it's the women staying silent where the husband gets angry, and then there's concern about either unwanted sexual advances, even by one's husband, still considered rape now, um, or you know physical violence um, or verbal violence. And when this happens, it's not just when we are teenagers and we're beginning to, you know, blossom into having um, sexual um, attraction, sexual content, as our culture understands it. It often happens to young children. I would have to say about half of the people I've worked with who've had an inappropriate power transgression in their childhood, it happened very young, five, six, seven, often with a trusted neighbor, a trusted family member, even a good friend, you know, a friend who was a male. Um, and, you know, it went from having an, in, having an interaction that they'd had many times before to all of a sudden that young child, that young girl, knowing something was wrong, sitting on a lap, being asked to touch sexual um, parts, being asked to undress. Um, And often when they would go back to their home and report this to their mother, their mother either didn't believe them, made them wrong for it happening, or um, did not want to follow it up with any action because of bringing shame to the family. So when you're a child that young, and even when you're a teenager, when you are told that it's either you or to stay quiet or no, that must have been you doing, you know, you, you created this, you believe the story that you are at fault. And why? Because again, all the you know whether you're five or six or you know a teenager, you're still not out of the years when you have taken back your power from your parents, and so you rely on parents, on trusted family members, to tell you the truth, to tell you about how it is in the world how the world works, your place in the world, how to get what you want in the world. And so when those people betray you by telling you untruths, such as you're to blame for what happened, or no, it really couldn't have happened, you're making it up, or, you know, it's so bad, I don't even want to deal with it, shut it down and go away. You, that, that child takes it upon themselves 
to be responsible, to be blame, to be at blame, to be at fault, and and tucks that away because it feels really bad. And clearly, bringing it forth was 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 a bust. So the thing about energy and trauma, especially, it doesn't go anywhere. The years don't dissipate trauma. The years take care of whatever boundaries you've placed around the trauma um, and they honor those boundaries until you get to the perimenopausal years. Perimenopausal years, as Christine Northrup has written in her wonderful book, The Wisdom of Menopause, those hormones actually unlock trauma centers in our brain and so this is why you may have gone for decades not remembering that uncle who did inappropriate things with you when you were five and sat on his lap. But at 45, all of a sudden, you are remembering. Why? Because our bodies go, enough of carrying this trauma. It's a waste of energy because we're having to protect that trauma. We're having to give it energy. You know, it's you're, you're going to an age when you're going to have less energy so this is, you know, it's kind of like cleaning closets out of the clothes, you know, cleaning your closets and taking out those clothes you're never going to wear as you wore when you were the size you were at 18. And just going, you know, enough, enough that I open my closet up and shame myself or or believe that at 18 I was as good as I'm going to be. Um, and the same thing is true with our body. Our body goes, you know what, enough. You don't need to carry this around. You don't need to have this shame and this this blame, empty it out, take care of it, and let's use the energy for something better. Um, and But in the meantime, you've lived all those years of, of believing a lie about yourself, or as I have said, um, I actually said recently to a client, the story that young girl made up, which was she was wrong, who she was did this, and, and so she's to blame for what happened, that's the best story she could make at the time with the response of the people she trusted to tell her about the world and her place in it. However, that story isn't true, and now you need to help her and that part of you update the story to how your mother didn't do her job, you were not protected, and, and children are vulnerable, and young, you know, whether you're 5 or 15, um, and the people in charge of protecting you didn't do their job. In fact, not only did they not do their job, they caused for their harm. So why do you have this desire to go around and ask everybody what they think and kind of act like a puppy dog to inappropriately with men? Because you're still replaying it, and you haven't, re- you haven't updated the story that says... I was violated, I was betrayed, I'm healing that trauma, and and until I do, I will take very good care of my boundaries. And I will never, again, think something is too little to take care of. This is the other part of the price of our silence as women. We minimize and, and denigrate what happens to us, meaning we dismiss it. We say, oh, it's no big deal. I can handle it. It's not the worst thing I've ever gone through, right? Um, And many more kind of ways to take something that bothers us, whether it's a friend betraying us or even, you know, hurting our feelings badly, and and we never speak up about it, Um, and you know, or 
something that's happened with one of our children. I mean, one of the big challenges for parents, especially mothers, is when your child goes from those teenage years to those young adult years, you begin to switch roles from being that mother who's all nurturing and all compassionate to beginning to model appropriate, healthy adult behavior with your own child. Yes, it's always your child. You may die for them. You may kill for them. But they need to learn how to be successful in the adult world. And one of those first lessons is um, uh, what, what what do you give voice to and how do you give voice to it? So silence, again, doesn't just have a price at the time you went silent or your, you know, that which is supposed to protect you told you to go silent. Silence continues to affect your thoughts about yourself and what's possible. Silence affects how you believe the world is safe or unsafe, who's unsafe in it, how, you know, who makes it unsafe. Um, And when you're carrying that weight around, there's some dreams you will just let pass by because you can't even imagine having the energy or that courage and conviction in yourself large enough and strong enough to pursue that dream. And so dreams are often the price of of being told to stay silent. And if you listen to the stories of the Me Too um, women, you know, women who have come forth through Me Too, hashtag Me Too movement, a lot of it is about the silence. You know, the event happened, but it was the silence that was toxic to them. They couldn't talk to their friends, or if they talked to their friends, their friends said, you've got to be quiet because it'll ruin your career, or, you know, people will, will you will be punished or even penalized professionally. Um, and you know that's often that's often the case in adult life. If you speak up, you will be penalized. Now that's true in an abusive relationship, an abusive dynamic uh, marriage. That can be true in your job. If you speak up, you can get fired, um, or you can get demoted, or you can get fined. Um, and you know we've made a culture where speaking up is risky and no more is that you know the person the people who are the most risky for are women because women have less power in our world that you know at this time 2018 we are working to make things better but we are pushing against what is the norm which is women are not as empowered and included in the world and authority and leadership so wrapping up this, you know, again, it's a big topic, short amount of time. I would just really encourage you that if there's a secret you've been carrying, even if you say it's no big deal, it happened when I was young, I got over it, I'm, I'm married or I'm successful in my profession or, you know, I'm, I sleep well at night. If there's, but, but see, here's the thing, you've, you've made a life where you don't even know how it could be different if you tended that secret and released its power into your life and released into what's possible even more so for you. So 
while it's a long weekend and I'm sure, you know, you've got plans and, you know, whether it's sleeping in or cleaning out a garage or whatever, take take 10 minutes, 15 minutes and ask yourself or write, journal, you know, what secret secret or secrets am I carrying? And is, isn't it time I release myself from that burden and release that energy for my life now? You can always contact me at Jaikar, J-A-I-K-A-U-R dot com. Um, as my website, it's it may be, <laughs> my website may be a little glitchy. Um, I'm changing it over to a more mobile-friendly site in the next couple of weeks. Um, but you can always email me too, jaikar at jaikar dot com. If you'd like um, to, you know, consider uh, releasing that burden of shame, that releasing that burden of the price of your silence. Take care. We'll be back. And have a wonderful weekend. Blessings.